You are listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish Podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God. Blessed brothers and sisters of our blessed parish and our blessed guests who are visiting us today for the first time. Today's feast of the baptism of the Lord marks the end of the Christmas season. Will it be appropriate for me to wish you today a happy Christmas for the last time? Merry Christmas and a prosperous and glorious New Year 2020 to you all at the 1030 Mass. We also started a series which ends today, the Christmas series. And today, we are going to talk about letting our heavens open. Letting our heavens open. Let your heavens open. That is the theme to end this Christmas series. We are told that the the child Jesus is an adult. He's now an adult. And the church gives us this feast of the baptism of the Lord where Jesus begins his ministry. He wants to begin his work. Christmas is over. The child aspect of God is over. Mary and Joseph have taken 30 years to bring up that child in the faith. 30 years. Sometimes we come up for the RCIA, three months, we are done with it, we are baptized, and we disappear. 30 years of formation, Mary and Joseph instructed the child in the faith, about life, everything about life. So today, Christ says, I am now an adult. I have to leave my parents. Christmas is over. And so Jesus makes that journey to the Jordan to be baptized by John the Baptist. He, he joins the line. People were going. He also joins the line. John looks at him. Oh, my God. He is there. Oh, my God. Something is happening today. Jesus goes slowly, and at his own time, he goes for his own baptism. John says, Master, I can't baptize you. Not me. Jesus says, John, please shut up. Be quiet. Be quiet. Don't let all these guys hear what is going on around. And says, I have to fulfill all righteousness. Which my father had ordained from the beginning of the world. Allow me to be baptized. John gives in. And we are told that as soon as Jesus was baptized and came out of the water, what happened? Are we there? Are we there? What happened? The heavens opened. The heavens? Are we there? Hello? What happened? Secondly, what happened again? Thirdly, what happened? The Spirit of God descended 
Oh. No, let's, let's go back. Three things happened. What happened? What happened when Jesus came out of the water? Something happened. What happened? The heavens are open. Yes. Secondly, Like what? Deadly. A voice, a voice from heaven said, Hello, a voice from heaven said, We'll talk about those three events. What does it mean for the heavens to be open? The Jews believed that the heavens were shut after the prophets. The heavens were shut after the prophets. Because if you look at the Old Testament, you find a book of Ezekiel. Ezekiel chapter 1, verse 1, it says, The heavens opened, and I got this vision from God. If you look at the life of Moses, God communicates with Moses, you look at the life of Abraham, God communicates. So the heavens were always open in the Old Testament. You look at Malachi, the prophet Malachi, chapter 3, verse 10 says, Test me, I will open the floodgates of heaven to pour down blessings, blessings on God's people. Blessings, when the heavens open, blessings are poured on everyone. Today is a wonderful day. The blessings will be poured. That's what Malachi says. And we remember the story of Noah. Genesis chapter 7. What happened? When the family of Noah were entering the ark for God to cleanse the world, what happens? The heavens opened and what happened? The flood rain came for 40 days and 40 nights. Heavens opened. So today was a historic day in the life of the Jews. The Jews were looking for a time when the heavens will open. And so Christ comes and we are told the heavens opened, which means that our human prayers can now ascend and the prayers of heaven can now... Oh my God! Our prayers now, all our prayers today, each of us, our prayers now can now ascend to heaven without any hindrance. Without any hindrance. And the blessings of God can now descend upon us without any... That is the power of the heavens opening for Jesus. He said he opened for Jesus. Which means... He was saying that if it opened for Jesus, the heavens are open for you and what a wonderful gift today. Our baptism. The day we were baptized, the day you were baptized, the heavens opened for you. God's blessing came down upon you. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? The blessings of God, heaven. So now you are you, have, you are a VIP. A VIP of heaven. We are all VIPs because now we have direct access to God. We are all VIPs. We have direct access to God. No 
hindrance, no obstruction. No obstruction. What a gift. Secondly, what happened? We are told the Holy Spirit. Wow. Like a dove. Catholics, get this. Catholics, listen to me today. It said the Holy Spirit came like a dove, not like a wing. At Pentecost, the Holy Spirit came as a strong wing. But at the baptism of Jesus, the Holy Spirit did not come as a strong wind. It came as a dove. We call that in Hebrew, pnema. Pnema means it was the innermost part of God that came to Jesus. We call it Holy Ghost. How do you call it in German? Geist. Geist. Yes, Geist in German means the bread of God, the, the spirit of God, like a dove. Dove means gentleness, peace. The intimacy of God came down upon Jesus. That same intimacy came down upon each and every one of us when we were baptized. Protestants and Pentecostals don't like to hear this. Because according to Pentecostals and Protestants, the sign of the Holy Spirit is to speak in tongues. Have you heard this before? According to the Protestants, that was the sign of Pentecost and that, that's how the Holy Spirit comes upon people. No! At the baptism of Jesus, the Holy Spirit came as the intimacy of God in us. God's breath was blown into Jesus. God's breath was blown into you when, have you been baptized? Oh, amazing. Let's clap for again. Amazing. The day you were baptized, which mom baptized you, you don't know about it. Something happened. The breath of God, God's life came into you and God resident in you. That is the greatest power on earth. Came and stayed in you. Say, mommy, thank you for doing that for me. Yeah, please. Let's give thanks to all the parents who have baptized their kids, please. Let us give thanks to all the parents who have, who have baptized their kids, who support their kids, who have given them the Holy Spirit. Remember that the voice has happened in the history of the Bible three times. At the baptism of the Lord, at the transfiguration we heard the voice, at the time Christ was supposed to pass away, God's glory shone upon Christ. Three times God has heard the voice of God has come down upon earth. Finally, and the most important, what happened? The dead. Today, we got that voice that says, this is my beloved son or daughter in whom Oh my God. I wish we can, parents can say that to their kids nowadays. I wish, my dear parents, we can make our kids, we can say those words to our kids. My child, you are the most beloved in this family. You are well pleased. You are well loved by this family. I wish we can do that for our kids today. I wish our kids can hear those words from parents. And I wish my parents could have said that too to me. 
Because sometimes, as kids we grow up, our parents take it for granted. It's all a quarrel. You, you again, you again, you again, you, who, who? Oh. oh my God, it's not easy. But what did God do? God said, this is my beloved child in whom I am. Wow, what a joy. Can you say those words to yourself today? Please just, just be quiet for a moment and repeat those words to yourself. I am, I am the beloved child of God. God is very pleased with me. Do you believe that? Please, this pronouncement does not depend on your attitude. It does not depend on your behavior. It does not depend on our behavior. If I decide to carry out wrong choices against God, those words are still pronounced. Because he says, even though, though you, your behavior is not good, you are still my beloved child in whom I am well. Oh my God. That is the foundation of Christianity. Without this, Christianity becomes a law. Many of us think that we come to, to baptism to be cleansed of original sin only. I see parents come to me, Father, Father, I want my child baptized. Why? Father, I'm afraid my child will die of original sin. Nothing wrong need, but it's negative. It is negative presentation of the gospel. Our, our identity as baptized Christians is that we are God's beloved children whom God is well pleased with each and every one of us. That is our ID. That is our identity as a Catholic. No difference. Every human being who is baptized is equal, irrespective of sex, irrespective of religion, irrespective of size. We are all beloved. We are all special children of God. Everyone, every human being in God's eyes is so loved to God. We are the ones who reject him. And even when we reject him, when we, we stray away, he does not give up the horn of heaven. The horn, he keeps, my son, you are still beloved. My daughter, I'm sorry, you are still a dad. If she, if she sometimes she's funny, you have no choice. You still your daughter, right? Amen, right? Thank you. See, dad, dad and mom have confirmed that. You are pleased. Thank you. But this is what is happening in our faith. And that's why many, many young people are leaving the faith because they feel that the faith is law, law. They are rejected, rejected, rejected. They have never experienced the love of God in their lives. They have never experienced a father who loves you irrespective of your life. Can you imagine that? Who says, you are a blessed child. You are a good child. You are a well-pleased child of God. I love you. I don't care what people say. I don't care 
What people say about you? I don't care. You are beloved. You are beloved. I have a challenge for all of you today. Are your heavens open? Are your heavens open now? Can you say to yourself that your heavens are open now? Can you say to yourself that those words which heaven pronounced over Jesus are pronounced over you now seated here in church? You are my beloved child in whom I am well pleased. You are my special, special child in whom I am well pleased. Today, my dear brothers and sisters, we will renew our baptismal vows and I will do that at the end of this Mass. We will bless the water of the font. We will do that at the closing hymn each and every one of us who want to, it's not mandatory, will go to that water, dip your hands into that water, and sign yourself to commit yourself to renew your relationship with the Father. I am your beloved child. You are well loved. You are well favored one. All of us are favored one. No exception. No exception. And that's why today, because it's a day of mission, I want to share to this community of the Blessed Sacrament, the movement which I'm about to start, called the Beraka Movement. The Beraka Movement is about the love of God in our lives, how God cares about us, and how we are supposed to care about one another to live lives that are truly Catholic, truly Eucharistic, and truly joyful. And that's it. Can we say that together? Beraka. Be. 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 That will be the new movement in this parish as the beginning of this year to come. We need to be proud of ourselves as Catholics. We have it all. Catholics, you have it all. Be Catholic because you are a blessed child. You are a favored child. Beraka means a favored one. We are all favored children. Beraka means praise God, thank you, bless you, Lord. You, are, you love me so much. You love me so much. Because of that, we are called to be Catholic. We are called to be Eucharistic. This is a Eucharistic church, parish. And we are called to be? Amen. Thank you for listening to the Blessed Sacrament Roman Catholic Parish podcast. We are disciples in mission who know God, love God, and serve God.